Welcome to the Local Marketing Trends Podcast, where you'll find great insight on what's happening in the world of local marketing from two of the industry's brightest analysts and forecasters, Corey Elliott and Gordon Burrell. Today's show is sponsored by Simplify, the leaders in localized programmatic ad buying, and Site Impact, the experts in email marketing. And now, here are your hosts, Gordon and Corey. Hello, everybody. This is Corey Elliott, and welcome to our third podcast of 2020. And with me, as always, is Mr. Gordon Burrell. Hey, thank you, Corey. How are you doing, Gordon? I'm doing great. Welcome to the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, the Roaring roaring Twenties. What do you mean by Roaring Twenties? The Roaring Twenties. It's like 100 years ago, ready for the big collapse. It's 100 years ago, ready for, uh, you know, boom in the economy still occurring. And, you know, I think as it relates, it's the title of my presentation, opening presentation at our conference in March. Um, But what I really wanted to talk about is, yeah, we're in a really boom uh, economic Mm -hmm. time, but there's some stuff right around the corner we better be paying attention to. We can go back to the, you know, 100 years ago and see something very similar in you know, 100 years ago, things seemed kind of okay. Things were kind of moving along. We newspapers had two were on top. Newspapers were on top. Two newspaper publishers were running for president. That's right. Uh, Warren Harding and Jim Cox, who despite picking Franklin Della Roosevelt as his uh, running mate, lost. Uh, but what they didn't know was that radio was right around the corner, the new medium of the day. And uh, in fact, the first presidential election results were read over radio in November of, of that year. And you know, here we are 100 years later, and Cox's daughter just died, reminded right. me of it uh, a couple weeks ago, the end of January. She was 100 years old. Um, so you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Well, there's going back to your roaring analogy, there depends on what the roar is, right? We aren't talking about jitterbugging and flappers and things like that. But what is roaring out there right now? And I think we both know, or at least we think we know. It begins the with the letter A. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of the word is Mamazon. <laughs> it rhymes with Mamazon. Yeah, there you go. It rhymes with Mamazon. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's Amazon. I think that is the big, and I know disruptor is an overhackneyed phrase now, but that, that's the big roar out there, I think. I think there's just a whole lot to Amazon that we don't know. But I think it mimics what we saw in the early days of Google and Facebook when they were doing the exact same things just before they got local that we see Amazon doing right now. If you uh, Google Amazon advertising, find a partner and click on the link that is advertising.amazon.com, not the ads that are up there, and, and you'll see all the partners that they have. It's it's a phenomenal list. And if you want to learn more about Amazon and what they're doing, and if you remember the early days of Facebook or the early days of Google when they began providing lists of companies that could help you, you'll go, wow, this is just really you know scary. They're about to enter the local market. They're yeah. at the national level, right, with the brands, and now they're coming local. Absolutely. They already have, just read a report, they already own themselves 40,000 trucks out there. 40,000 trucks. 40,000 trucks, about a third of what UPS does right now. Hmm. Right now. 
So they're spreading they're spreading their tentacles out locally. They're seeing what sticks, what doesn't. You know, and we were talking about this earlier. Think about what Amazon knows about you. You know, it started what twenty five or so years ago, thirty years ago almost, with uh, Jeff Bezos saying, "Okay, if you buy a book, then I know kind of what your interests are, and I can recommend other books." And now we've extended that to, well, if you buy this, then you might be interested in that, and you know, and now collecting lots and lots of information about what people buy, where they're located, how often they buy, and now offering opportunities to local advertisers to get in front of these people in a perfectly timed period when they run out of light bulbs or might need a HVAC Absolutely. Vendor. Consumer behavior. They can be ahead of that. They can sell consumer behavior. So uh, let's, before we go too far along, let's talk to an expert. Whoa, uh, we'll idea. talk to Will Margaritas, who's actually uh, one of the keynote speakers at our conference. He's worked with Amazon. Uh, he's an e-commerce expert. Uh, and we'll have an interview with him coming up right after this. Hey, Burrell listeners. It's David McBee, Director of Training at Simplify. Did you know that addressable programmatic is the most precise way to advertise locally? Check out the revolutionary new way to use digital advertising to target down to the individual household level. Visit simpla.fi to learn more. Most would agree that email is an incredibly powerful marketing tool. I know it is, but mastering it, it's, it's full power, takes some expertise. And you know what? That's exactly where Site Impact comes in. When it comes to email marketing, Site Impact provides a targeted email marketing solution to qualified traffic wherever your audience engages most. So, want to learn more? Go to SiteImpact.com. That's S-I-T-E Impact.com. Okay, we've got with us today Will Margaritas. I'm excited. Will, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on board. Thank you for having me, Gordon. And we're looking forward to your uh, presentation at uh, our conference in March in Miami. But first, let's start out with a little bit about yourself. You've got some interesting experience in e-commerce. I think you work for L'Oreal and you work for Amazon as well. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So I've been around the block quite a bit in e-commerce. I actually started at Luxottica where I was doing some uh, direct-to-consumer work on the manufacturer side. From there, I went to Amazon, where I was the senior vendor manager. So on the retail side, not the advertising side, but there I was working, obviously, for the retailer itself. Uh, moved to New York City to work for L'Oreal, where I was uh, working in their mass brands on the e-commerce team. So started as a small e-commerce team, but rapidly expanded as e-commerce was becoming more and more where people were looking to buy their beauty and cosmetics. And your current uh, and role now, what are, you, what are you doing now, your current role? So currently I am in advertising. I'm about to start a new role at IPG where I will be a senior vice president of e-commerce. I've been doing it the past two years at Dentsu Aegis. And my role is very much about helping large brands understand the importance of e-commerce as a branding channel as well as a sales channel and helping them understand how to reach new consumers via their e-commerce presence 
and just make sure that everything they're doing in e-commerce speaks correctly with what they're doing elsewhere in other channels. Great. And now when we were looking for someone to help us understand how Amazon is is coming at us, your name uh, came up a couple of times and people said, you really need to talk with uh, with Will. He's guy. Um, and, but but Will, I got to be honest with you, it looks like, OK, you've got big national brand experience. That's fine. But we're talking at the local level, you know, maybe auto dealerships with four or five rooftops all the way down to a mom and pop restaurant, a florist, HVAC company, et cetera. What do we have to worry about with Amazon coming at us already into billions of dollars in advertising at the local level? Anything or is it still going to just be mainly national? I think Amazon is always something everyone should be paying attention to. Jeff Bezos has a fantastic track record of setting his sights on something and a few years later, dominating whatever that industry is. Uh, For local businesses, I think Amazon has always been a little bit of a struggle. You may remember years back, they actually had Amazon Local, which was their competitor to Groupon. It was not the most successful thing that Amazon ever did. And they've been a little hesitant to get back into local since then. You've seen them uh, starting to really look at this from a retail side. They've started offering services through Amazon, and I think that's one way that they're starting to test the local markets just by. Oh, I'm sorry. So let me stop a second. I'm stuck on one thing. You said when Jeff Bezos sets his sights on something, makes it a success. But then you mentioned Amazon local, which, frankly, I had forgotten about. What happened Mm -hmm. there? I mean, what, why did that fail and how might Amazon be coming at it in a different way to get to local? So I think the predominant way that it failed was just that Groupon was such a large established competitor in the consumer's eyes that it was almost like Xerox. People weren't thinking of local deals as local deals. They were thinking of it as Groupon deals. Uh, I think also if you look in the long run, Groupons had their own issues. They focused away from local deals into products and are switched back and forth. It was a tough business model for everyone involved. And that's why Amazon is shifting from deals-based local to more services-based local where things can be sold at full price. And it's just connecting the service provider directly to the consumer They're also actually starting to explore being able to geographically gate products that they're selling. So if you are a retailer that sells products in a small area, you may still be able to use Amazon as a marketplace and just have your products in a certain geographical area. I know of one brand that's doing this. They've got a interesting product that they're test launching in three cities. It is available on Amazon, but you only see it if you're in one of those three cities. So, so help me out here. Is a local business, you know, a truly local business might have one outlet. It might have three or four. It might be a regional shoe store in, you know, seven cities or, or so. Do they have the internal capability of implementing something like this or do they have to go to a marketing technology vendor or is there a need for some sort of assistance to get local businesses onto amazon as we see is the case in some cases with say google or with facebook or instagram 
just separating the type of businesses if we're talking about a shoe store someone that is selling a physical product i'd say if they were really interested in getting on there they most likely would need to use someone to help them get set up someone to navigate amazon's labyrinth of options and uh, also knows how to get in touch with the right people at amazon but i'd also say that person should hold off amazon still figuring it out it's so far in its infancy that i wouldn't even say there's a first mover advantage it's really more if you're selling a physical product let amazon figure it out now just keep your eyes on it over the next four or five years be ready to pounce but you're not going to get anything for moving right now. So, the, so you said four or five years, excuse me, four or five years is like, oh, crap, relax. I mean, <laughs> there's just nothing to do. And remember that the audience uh, for this podcast and for the most part for the uh, the conference itself are media companies. And media companies yep. are sitting here waiting to say, waiting to hear you or me or somebody say, oh, we need to jump on this immediately. This a big opportunity. You need to get smart on Amazon. But it sounds like what you're saying is relax. Uh, for the actual sales piece, for the advertising piece, I'd say don't relax that much. Amazon's going down the exact same uh, path that Google did before, that Facebook did before, that Hulu did before, where they're building up their national advertising capacity, but as soon as they start feeling that they're hitting restraints there, they're going to look for the easiest place for them to grow next. With the data that Amazon has, with the knowledge that they have, they will be able to flip a switch and start doing the hyper-targeted local advertising. They're not talking about it yet, but they certainly have the opportunity. They've certainly been doing exploration and they've certainly been having demand from large brands that are doing something in one region and are looking to expand beyond that. So what advice would you give to, uh, to media companies and maybe give us a little preview of what you plan to talk about at the, uh, at the conference in March? Absolutely. The first is just to understand what Amazon's been doing to help predict where this will fall on local. So, uh, if you look at Amazon, historically, their only advertising choices were in sponsored products. So similar to what Google does with sponsored listings, this is great for the products that are on Amazon, but not that useful if you're not selling on Amazon. Not that useful, meaning not at all useful. But in the last few years, Amazon's really exploded in what they're offering. They've started their own DSP. And this DSP is very interesting and used extremely frequently by large brands because it gives you access to Amazon's data. And if you think about what Amazon is learning from you, from your browsing habits on site, they likely know if you've had a recent change in your family. If you've had a child or about to, you've probably been browsing for jumpers or child books. If you have someone that's about to graduate in your family, you've probably been purchasing gifts around that. Or if they're about to go to college, you've been purchasing college books right down to maybe you've been looking at travel books for Iceland. And now Amazon actually knows you're about to do a big trip. All of these things combine into targetable information 
to get in front of the right consumer. And among the things that Amazon knows about you, they obviously know where you live. They know where you've shipped products. They have all of that tiny geographical data knowing exactly which DMA you're in, where you work, and they can use this to target that consumer directly. So if you are the small shoe store, you can tap into this DSP and use that data. They've That's kind of scary. Really- That's a lot of information. Man, they know what they've been delivering, what my wife has been buying all along. When we run out of light bulbs, Mm -hmm. too, and things like that. Well, I appreciate it. We've run out of time. I really am intrigued uh, by what you said, especially about, you know, media companies at this point don't need to, like, be on the edge of their seats and do something, but they certainly don't need to relax. It's the time to start learning what's going on and be prepared for the future. Thanks again. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to your uh, presentation at our conference in Miami. I'm looking forward to it as well, and I'll have a lot more to discuss there about the other opportunities that I think local media companies should be aware of that Amazon's been stealthily getting into. Cool. Look forward to hearing about it. Well, thank you. Thanks for uh, joining us. Thank you. Well, before I get to my reaction to that interview, I want to tell you, Gordon, we just closed up a panel, an SMB panel all about Amazon. We asked our SMB panel, about 160 local advertisers answered this thing and gave us their opinions about Amazon, whether they see it as a threat or an opportunity. So let me take a guess. They saw it as a threat. Everybody, every advertiser sees it as a threat. Yeah, about half of them did. The other half saw it as an opportunity. An opportunity. Exactly. Well, uh, that's even scarier because if they see it's an opportunity, they're going to start having questions about it. Sure. And they might even jump online and kind of figure it out themselves. Sure, absolutely. And I think if we cut the data even more, even though we can't, it's you know getting pretty thin. But it's going to be, like we said at the beginning, it's going to be different services or, or certain categories of business that are going to be farther down the path with Amazon than others. But we found some other interesting things uh, from this panel that they believe – Amazon is here to stay. It's not going to go anywhere. They're going to have to deal with it, but they're undecided whether uh, Amazon is truly an SMB killer or not. And they were surprised. We then gave them the list of all the Amazon services. We said, are you surprised by the length of this list? And overwhelmingly, they said, "Uh, yeah. So, and, and the list is crazy. It's, I'm, I'm turning away here. It's a uh, launch pad, inspire, go, garage, custom, cash, put Amazon in front of each one of those words. Well, it's like a full a different page product. of them. Yeah. So, you know, it, there's a, there's a company out there, uh, and it's actually one of the Amazon providers, but they have a great overview of, of Amazon. It's, uh, Tinuity, T-I-N-U-I-T-I. I believe it's Tinuity.com. And they list, you know, some of those providers on there. But yeah, it's just, it, it, to me again, I'll just go back to, this is exactly what Facebook did and what Google did. They they said, okay, we're not going to go down at the local level and provide marketing technology tools and advice and counsel and agency services and this and that, but we'll provide a list of those who are certified mm-hmm. working with us. And that's what you've got. So there's a huge list of folks who can help you. What I would suggest for media companies is to get smart. So at yeah. some point, the advertiser is going to say, hey, I've been reading or hearing about Amazon. Is that something I should get involved with? And your response should not be, uh, duh. (laughs) And that's the thing I want to bring up about the interview is you guys both said, "Eh, maybe media companies, maybe there's nothing to worry about right now. It's going to be a couple years off and I am begging you. (laughs) Just think in the past, 
how did that work out with media companies before when they decided, ah, don't worry about this, that, or that? This Google thing, that's crazy. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Unfortunately, they got many other things to worry about. You know, should they continue reselling SEO or they build websites and do audience extension or should they concentrate on O&O or should they go after consumer revenue, which is kind of the new buzz out there? Oh, yeah, one more thing you need to worry about, <laughs> Amazon. That's true. But I heard four to five years, which I'm not sure I agree with that. I think you're absolutely right. It's something to begin to talk about now yeah. or begin to learn about now, not bring it up with advertisers because I don't think it's top of mind, but you are going to start getting those questions. And if you want to position yourself as the market expert, you should have some answers. I would think so. And there's there's plenty of ways to get edu- educated out there yeah. about Amazon and what they have to offer. So yeah, I, I'd encourage you, I'll, I'll repeat the the, the, uh, the site there. It's Tinuity, T-I-N-U-I-T-I. Um, and they work, I think, with Amazon, but they're also just kind of a great informational site. And then advertising.amazon.com, get smart on those two things. I hope, too, that um, oh, we should probably plug our, our survey. We're about to launch our survey of local advertisers. Ah, yes. yes, we are. Um, it's it's very cheap, but uh, it's our fifth year doing it, fourth or fifth year doing it. It's the largest local advertiser survey out there in America. And uh, we ask all local advertisers the very same questions. You can cut your results against the national average. You see how your market's different. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff in there. We should probably ask questions about Amazon in that survey. We are going to ask oh, questions we are. about Amazon. Good. Yeah. You're ahead of me as usual. Try, try to read your emails. Next if, time you have, if you have an interest in it, go to uh, BrillAssociates.com and just click on SMB survey. Uh, thank you very much for your time. I hope you can uh, participate in our conference and join us in Miami, March 9th and 10th at the Miami Hilton. Corey's going to be there. Oh, Corey's yeah. got a great opening show, which is what? Which is what? Tuesday morning. Yep. It's going you're going to, to, I'm going to demystify, demystify local marketing. Yeah, that'll be a great, great event. And then following you is Will Margaritas. Yeah. Uh, so it would be great to hear from him. And as he said, he's going to give us his recommendations for uh, for local media. So hope to see you there. Corey, thanks for uh, participating and putting up with me again. And <laughs> thanks, no everybody, for uh, listening to the podcast. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Local Marketing Trends Podcast, sponsored by Simplify and by Site Impact. If you have submissions for something you'd like Corey or Gordon to discuss, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, email the hosts at podcast at borellassociates.com and let them know. Thanks for listening. And remember, market well.